You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be talking about how do you get to a point where you trust your staff to run your gym. Now, before we get into the episode, head on over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners on Facebook if you are a gym owner. If you are a gym owner and a coach or a coach, head on over to All Star Cheer Coaches and Owners and request to join that group. And head over to nextgenowners.com to learn more about the Academy and all of the other things we have going on to include our upcoming conference in San Diego, January 5th through the 7th. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Two full days of learning in the middle of the season. Uh, It is absolutely the best business building conference you can attend, uh, as well as there are going to be amazing tracks for your coaches to help them become the best possible coaches for you and build them to this point where you are able to trust them to run your gym. Now, this is such a hard position for most gym owners. So how do you get to a point where you can truly trust your staff to run the gym? Like you can comfortably know that when you are not there, things are going the way you would want them to be going and maybe even better than you could imagine. Now, the definition of trust is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. So how do you get to that point where you are truly trusting your staff. Like you could leave for a month or two months and you know that the gym would be running well. And if you are even better, the gym is not only going to run, but it's going to continue to grow and continue to thrive, which means you have really, really put in the work and put in the trust and put the right people in place to know that you can trust them to run things while you're gone. Now, Full transparency, I'm in this point. I actually, I do trust my staff to run things when I'm gone. When I leave in the summer to run dream camps, I left this summer July 6th and I did not see the inside of my building until August 8th. And I didn't even really get involved in running the day-to-day operations until like August 15th. So I was gone that whole time and the gym ran and it ran well and we added new members and we had new kids join classes and things went great. When Tori and I will go on vacation this December, uh, we do it once a year, uh, we go on like a longer vacation. Uh, one time, one time it's with kids, and then the other time it's just me and Tori. And we'll probably vacation a little bit more this year now that I'm not working full time. But we go and we leave, and we go to somewhere in the Caribbean, and we just enjoy life and unplug. And the gym still runs while we are gone. So how do you get to that point where you can trust your staff? Because I absolutely can remember being in that point where I was like, if I leave for a day, I'm just hoping I don't get any messages that the world is ending uh, because I'm not there to run things and make sure things are going according to plan. So it's not the easiest thing to do to get to that point where you really do trust your staff. So how is it that we can get there? Well, number one, The first is hiring the right people. Now, this may sound really, really obvious, but it is not routinely followed, especially in 
this industry and the cheer and gymnastics industries. We often hire out of desperation or a mistaken belief that someone's reputation makes them worth hiring. Now, what kind of desperation am I talking about? Well, it could be someone just quit or someone left or we we need to fill these classes up and it's not going to happen if we don't have the staff. So we just hire the first warm body we can hire or we believe we need to bring someone in who has a big name or has a big reputation and that's going to be what gets people to join the program or that's going to be what makes the difference. And let me tell you people, I've done both of these things and every single time it hasn't worked out well. Every single time I've hired someone based on desperation, it has not gone the way I had hoped. And every single time I was hiring because I was trying to keep up with the Kardashians and and hire the next big name and the gym down the street hired a big name. So I thought I needed to hire a big name. It has not worked out well um, and has generally ended pretty poorly. You need to make sure that you are hiring people who share your vision, who share your passion and your belief system. If you hire people who don't align with those things, you're going to have conflict and it's not going to work out. You're not going to be able to trust them when you are gone because they're not going to be executing things the way you want them to because they don't agree with the direction that you're going. Now, they don't have to agree with you on every single thing but you've got to agree on those core fundamental beliefs of how your business should run. And they don't have to be the same. Like my core beliefs are not necessarily everyone else's core beliefs. So it's okay to have your own set of values and ideals that don't always align with your staff's. Uh, But you also don't need to align with my values and ideals. Like you can set what you want your gym to be like. You just have to then hire the people who align with that. And that's okay. But that's the first step in getting to a point where you're going to be able to trust your staff to run your gym. Number two is you have to build systems and then train your staff on them. Now, systems and processes make it so much more simple to trust that your staff are doing the right thing because you've clearly explained it to them and now you're setting them up for success. Many times your staff are not living up to your expectations. I'm just going to be honest with you owners is because you as an owner have not clearly communicated those expectations. We cannot expect our staff to read our minds. Common sense is not the same as a staff member is not the same kind of common sense you have as an owner. And it is unfair to ask an employee to think like they are an owner because they're not one. This would be just like having a group of athletes that you say, hey, I want you to hit Uh, this full up to lib and then high to high tick and then do a double down. And you give them no other instruction other than that. Hey, she's going to, she's going to spin a full time. She's going to hit her stunt. Uh, You're going to, she's going to switch feet when you let go of her foot. And then she's going to do a double down and you just give them that. You don't give them any other important facts that are going to help them grow and help them know exactly how to execute that thing. So you've got to make sure that you are setting them up for success and you do that by building systems. Systems basically gives them the answer. Do this thing and the gym is running the way I want it to. Now, are systems fun? Not really. Are they sexy? Rarely. Is it a lot of fun to train your staff on them? No. Are they going to enjoy everything about it? Not always. But they are going to appreciate having a clear path and roadmap to success for how to be a great employee. 
And then the last thing I want you to do is make sure that you are assigning people to roles and authority. And then practice the principles of extreme ownership and empower your subordinate leaders to shoot, move, and communicate without constantly needing to ask you for approval. So if you have not set people to be in a position of authority when you are gone, then there is no one to go to other than you and things are going to bog down. There has to be someone who has permission to make decisions in your absence. Otherwise, no one can make any decisions and things will become stagnant. Now, the concept of shoot, move, and communicate is a military concept. So if you're not a military person, it might not make sense to you. But you have to be able to engage the enemy. That's shoot. Then you have to be able to move and maneuver on the enemy. So you've got to get to a position of advantage to achieve your objective and eliminate the enemy. And you've got to be able to communicate. You've got to be able to tell your team where you are going, what you are doing, and what you need them to do to support you. And we're basically trying to do that with our subordinates leaders. We need to teach them how to shoot, how to move, and how to communicate with their staff. And if we do those things and we empower them to do that without constantly coming to us and saying, is this okay? Is this right? Can I do this? Then you are going to see them thrive. You're going to see them move quicker. You're going to see them making better decisions. And you're going to be able to trust that when you are gone, the gym can run. The gym can be functional because you have the right people in place to make decisions and they may not make the exact same decision as you would make. That's not a fair thing to set them up for, but they're going to make a good decision that's going to lead the gym in the right direction. Now, delegation, systemization, and staff training are not easy. These are all really, really hard things to do. And we are in year 12 in our gym and we are still improving these processes. We're still getting better at it. Uh, And I would argue that anyone who runs a business is always growing in this particular skill set. You're always getting better at it. You're always delegating better, learning better how to motivate your team and how to trust them and build up them in a manner that you are going to be able to trust them. If you need help, this is something that NextGen has your back on. Like reach out, join the academy so we can help you accomplish your goals because this is something we can absolutely help you dial in and walk you through. And oftentimes the biggest person stopping the ability to trust staff when you're not in the gym is the owner themselves. They're actually oftentimes the root of the problem. Now, I understand that your gym is your baby, and most owners have poured their savings, their soul, their blood, their sweat, tears, and more hours than they can count into their business. So getting to a point where you can step away and trust someone else to run your business is not easy. However, with the right employees, the right systems, the right assignments, you can do this. And even better, you may find that your gym runs even better without you there. That's a really crazy point to get to. So as you leave this episode, I want you to do a couple things. Number one, I want you to look at your hiring process. And are you really actually hiring the right people or are you just hiring anyone who walks in the door? Are you vetting your staff appropriately and getting the right people for the positions that you want? Number two, you need to determine what systems and training you need to create to get your staff to this point that you're able to trust them to run the gym and then start determining what roles need to be filled for your gym to thrive without you there. Build the systems, build the training, 
and then start figuring out what roles you need to fill and who can fill those roles so you can set your staff up for success. All right, everyone. I hope you love the episode. If you're looking for another great podcast, you've got to check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. I'm going to be having him on as a guest here soon. So depending on when you listen to this, you may see that episode up and available. I'm hoping to be a guest on his podcast as well. We've got a lot of great content coming out, some cool guests coming on the podcast, and I am really excited to get all that stuff out to you. As always, share this with someone who may enjoy the episode. If there are other owners out there who need to hear it, make sure you're sharing this podcast with them. And with that, we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.